I feel like this year we have a lot of great, or at least good anime, but we didn't really have... I mean, there were definitely stuff that shined through. There was. Yeah. But there wasn't just... There wasn't a lot of those. Right. We had plenty of anime, plenty of good anime, but not a lot of great anime, if that makes sense. It is currently 1046, and I have a need for weave. Welcome to the Need for Weed podcast. I said weed again. Of course I did. <laughs> Welcome to the Need for Weeb podcast where I, we all have a need for weeb without the weed. This is an otaku-themed podcast brought to you by the nerd asses over yonder at Camille's Harem. Today, we bring to you a yearly review, wrap-up, look-back, retrospective, chocolate-spective... Chocolate-spective. This episode, we're going to do a number of things. Most notably... Talk about our favorite animes this year, season by season, and just kind of shoot back some uh, Dr. Peppers and Crush in Lars's case, and I just will. reflect. Yeah. So, anime overall this year? Underrated. Underrated? Yes. 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 I feel like 2020, because people are just so in the grips of everything that 2020 was, it was hard to enjoy some of the stuff that was served up, because there were some real bangers. I also feel, and this kind of comes from working at Barnes and Noble and like watching stuff on TikTok, that the popularity of anime skyrocketed this year. Oh yeah, yes. I mean, it's been on an upcline for a while now, right? But But I feel like this year, especially, yeah, like the manga. I mean, it it was before, but like I look over in the manga section at Barnes and Noble, and it is always full of people. Yeah. Always full well, of people browsing. And, and, and well, here's the, here's the thing: like that, being someone who listens to like uh, to entertainment insiders and whatnot, manga is kicking. Uh, it's kicking all kinds of trash over in the world of comics. Comics are dying. Yeah, like they and are. and even like webtoons. Webtoons are are oddly enough finding it to be a real struggle to keep up because they've actually just been misusing their artists for so long. They don't pay enough, so people are mm-hmm. no longer producing. So with webtoons and comics all just kind of falling apart, YouTube is taking over for animation, like like Western animation, and manga is just filling this void. And it it also helps that there's some really great stuff that's coming out and that more and more people in the spotlight are being like, yeah, anime's cool. And so everyone who is not an otaku or weeb is like, I'm going to give this a try. It was the devil two years ago. Yeah. And now I'm going to like it. And I think like our access to anime and manga has gotten a lot better now. Oh, yeah. Like official access to anime and manga is a lot easier now. I see titles that I never would have thought would have been on like American store shelves. Like just today, I found several that I never thought I would ever see a manga for here in the u.s mm-hmm. there's so many times when we do this what we usually do like the pre-anime reviews like a lot of the times i'm just expecting it's like oh you know because in past years before we actually started this podcast in past years me and my coworker heidi would always go through every season and find the animes that are coming up and finding like which mangas we actually had in store or could get into the store and we would like put them on display to be like oh this is what's coming up read it before you know and so in past years it was always really hard to fill that table because just what we actually had access to in the stores was never enough like we just didn't have access to a lot of unheard of mangas you Mm -hmm. know and now this year it's completely different where we have Mm -hmm. so much that honestly we struggle to put them all on the table you know like we have to pick and choose which ones do we think are actually going to be popular and sell and that's it's just such a oh the power yeah it's so it's so interesting to see the the flip side of that now that it's really skyrocketing in popularity neat it's cool Mm -hmm. i'm happy to be a part of it too Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i'm really enjoying getting more involved with like the manga anime scene through this podcast Mm -hmm. yeah because it's really giving me like this focused view on hey this is what's coming out this is what i'm gonna pay attention to Mm -hmm. but 
I mean, at the end of the day, we really do this just because we think it's fun. We yeah, really yeah. enjoy talking about this kind of stuff. And yeah. we're like, hey, why not make a podcast like we are with writing? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of idea. Now, and this is, this has been totally fun, like getting a chance to like get a glimpse into what's coming up. Because usually I'm just like, I'm drowning. What What's coming out? There's just ah too much. Yeah. But yeah, no, this has been fun this past year doing this. And now I'm just like. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm learning, drowning. I'm learning, I'm learning more. I like, I, and it also helps me to learn a little bit more about this because one of the things that, like, I, as being someone who has fallen out of love, uh, fallen out of love with anime, and then came back to it, one of the things the that, prodigal son returns. Yeah, the prodigal son returns. And everything that Gigix said about the life cycle of an anime fan is true. <laughs> but, uh, like, one of the things that's helped me, like, really come back to it and just love it even more is just appreciating the culture and the and and the entertainment side, the industry, everything that is behind what all goes into anime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's interesting. So, going, looping back to the discussion about Barnes and Noble and seeing so many people come in for manga and, and anime is that in past years, it was always like, oh, do you have My Hero Academia? Or, oh, do you have Dragon Ball or Naruto? Do you or, have that Naruto? Yeah, it was always like the super <laughs> popular ones that people yeah. always ask for. I feel like this year specifically, people are more interested in the more niche ones or people are more interested in ones that aren't, mm-hmm. you know, Tokyo Ghoul. I mean, Tokyo Ghoul's still really yeah, big. Yeah, to- like, Tokyo Ghoul has, has had a, quite the following for a while. Yeah, but it's like, you. I there's so many more interesting, there's so much more diversity in what people are interested in with manga now yes. than ever before, I've noticed. Yeah. So it's like, today alone, you know, I had somebody who's like, oh, do you have Bunny Girl Senpai? I was like, I do. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat and we chatted and I, you know, I was like, well, if you like Bunny Girl Senpai, you really ought to read Bakimonogatari. That's essentially what uh, Bunny yeah. Girl Senpai is inspired by. And he was like, oh, that sounds rad. And so we picked up Kizumonogatari. I'm going to get hate from a lot of Bakimonogatari fans here, but Kizumonogatari is definitely the better place to start, especially if you're reading the light novels. <laughs> Sorry. It just makes more sense from a new, from a new reader's perspective, it makes more sense. And the people who are getting anime stuff like they're into a lot of diverse stories in that like our manga like i checking people out i see people check out junji ito's uzumaki along with my hero academia and uh what was the other one uh yari chin bitch club and all that kind of stuff like there's a wide variety of interests and like i see them all go through that line and i find it interesting because there's a lot of times where i'm like I would not have expected that person to be buying anime. And that, I mean, usually the people that I don't expect to buy like a manga are usually going for the My Hero, you know, the more popular stuff. But I feel like the layman (laughs) is getting more into anime and the anime lovers are getting more into more interesting anime. They're they're getting to what what they actually themselves like. One of the things, though, and I'm going to to play a little bit devil's advocate right here, because while this is all really awesome, this does come with a drawback, and that is that as more people get into this right here, this is a medium. This isn't a genre. This is a medium. Yeah, the more saturated it gets. So it's going to get more saturated, but you're also going to have, just like as I did with like my very first run with anime, it was just like I did not fully understand what I'm getting myself into. I got sucked into the very toxic side of things. Oh, yeah. And that maybe just like throw up my hands and say, I'm out. I've had enough. No more anime. Shunned anime for like three, four years until I came back to it. Thank you, Bleach. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why Bleach is one of my favorite manga, even though I hate the ending. <laughs> but yes, you have more and more people come in. We're unfortunately going to also see fan toxicity rise. Yeah. Yeah. Debates are going to get harsher. The call for censorship is going to increase yeah. whether or not it is justified. Like, for some stories, like what we've talked about, like, with Heal or Redo, like, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, but it's like... For, for interspecies reviewers, um, your taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, is that there's going to be a whole lot of people who are going to be like, well, why isn't this American? Well, this isn't American. This is Japanese. Yeah. And while Respect they are the ma- culture. And they are making a killing over here because we love this kind of stuff. But yeah, you gotta respect the culture, and I feel like I feel like within the next few years, that's going to be something that we're going to be discussing a whole lot more. Like it's already yeah. being discussed. Oh, we're only beginning. 
And I feel, and that's the one, like, looking at this long list where we're going to be diving into anime of the year and everything like that, that's so awesome, we're going to get more crap yeah. in the next couple of years. I, yeah. And I think that just kind of comes with the territory is the more popular something gets, the more, not not spinoffs, the more people trying to cash in on that and like not giving it its proper due. And, you know, you see that in anything like yeah. all of the spinoffs of like the Twilight books. They just each each progressively gets further away from what made it great in the first place. You know, not that I like the Twilight books, but, you know, I can appreciate them for what they were. And I and I hope that that doesn't necessarily mean. Well, I should say I don't think. And yes, I agree with your assessment that I think that that is coming. But I don't think that that will necessarily keep the great ones from coming through no if anything it's yeah. going to encourage more great ones it, 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 it is but it's just it's annoying to have to wait through the shit storm yeah to get to the to, to get to the good stuff and it's we're going to come back to a point where it's like where fans of anime have already once before had to go through all of this of like well why do you like that weird anime kind of stuff like i've been mm. made fun of by my family for it for years and like now like my dad will actually be, will be like Hey, so what anime are you watching? Yeah. And like, actually, like, actually, like, take interest. And he was one of, one of my biggest teasers. Love my dad. I do love my dad. <laughs> I can put up with my dad's teasing. But for so many other people, like, it's been a rough ride. Yeah. That rough ride is going to come again. But it's not going to be like, oh, you like that weird thing. It's going to be like, you like that. And you're going to hit it. It's going to come at you from so yeah. many different angles. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you like that genre? That genre sucks. Why do you like that kind of studio? Because that studio sucks. Yeah. That anime, don't you realize just how inappropriate that anime is? Yeah. And it and it's it coming. Kind of goes along and we've talked about this in our other podcast. It, it's kind of similar to the discussions we've had on like shipping in general. Yeah. And it's like what what was the the way you described it all all ships are trash all ships are trash until, <laughs> until proven otherwise yeah, that's that's and, what rule number two i believe yeah, it's like yeah. Rule of two. yeah your rules of shipping rule number two is all ships are trash until you can prove it otherwise right and so it, it's very much going to be that same kind of process going into anime is like okay all anime are trash until proven otherwise yeah. and it's what like saves that anime that like makes it great yeah and so, I mean, obvious exemptions like FMA Brotherhood. <laughs> well, but, well, those are ones that. Well, I mean, if we're going, if we're going, if we're going yeah, to apply that logic, themselves. they've already proven themselves. I think one of the things that's also going to just come around is the over, coming back to the idea of this oversaturation is just that we're going to get to the point where it's going to be very hard to recommend some of the old stuff because just like what we're doing, we're drowning in the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And for someone who's just coming on in, it's going to be like a massive culture shock. It's like for, uh, like going to anime from the early 2000s, from the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, classics, out, classics out of the 80s. Yeah. He's, you try to suggest that stuff, and it would be like taking someone who... Like, what they know of cinema is watching whatever garbage comes out and then and then believing that Marvel movies are the greatest things since sliced bread. And then saying, like, now here, watch Casablanca, which is a beautiful masterpiece of cinema. Mm. And the person would be like, it's black and white. I don't like it. Yeah. And just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I could definitely see that like happening in the future but we just have to remember that anime and manga it's a medium you have to drag it back to that point every single time and a medium's gonna have stuff for everybody it's gonna have a large mix of different stuff it has a large variation of different materials and so like you can't blame the whole thing for something wrong Mm -hmm. because it's a medium it's yeah it's a way to tell that story yeah yeah and it's, and it's really cool to see how you, like, progress. I mean, going back to the whole Gigguk uh, anime lifespan, it's really cool to, like, look back and see how you've grown as, like, and how you've kind of narrowed down your taste. Because now I look at a show that's coming out in the next season, I'm like, okay, that's definitely one I want to watch. That's definitely one. I'll give it a shot, see how I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm able to kind of intuitively figure out which ones i'm gonna like and which ones i'm not yeah, going yeah. to like just based off of you know my initial impressions if if you would have la- asked me you know if i were three years younger today you would have asked me what my favorite anime of the year was i'd probably say jujutsu kaisen but now that's not the case not that i don't like jujutsu kaisen but it's just it's not my taste anymore 
mm-hmm. because I've now been able to like narrow it down. Honestly, most of the ones on my list of like top five anime from this year, I probably wouldn't even have given it a shot, you know. Yeah, three, mm-hmm. three, three, years, three years ago. ago. Yeah. And uh, like, and I've come to the point where it's like, yeah, I've been able to narrow down my taste. And the thing is, I like casting my net wide because I'm someone like when I love movies and yeah. I watch all different kinds of movies. So when someone's like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, give me a genre. <laughs> yeah, give, me <laughs> <something>. <laughs> yeah, give me something to work with here. So like, I'll look at it and be like, okay, so like, I'm going to, I, I want to look at the rom-coms because I love a good rom-com and I love action. So it's like, okay, so what, so that's one of the reasons, that's one of the reasons why God of High School and Tower of God were such huge letdowns because I was looking forward to great action. Didn't get it. A slice of Life. I don't like Slice of Life very often, so it's one of the reasons why like doing the whole like read the manga ahead of time mm-hmm. was awesome because otherwise I would not have chosen Uzaki-chan as a show to watch. Yeah. And that was the Slice of Life that I needed. <laughs> yeah. And, and slice so, of Life has it, to hit very specifically yeah, for me, it, for it me does, to enjoy it. It, yeah. it does. But like that, and that's the thing is that, as you said, like figuring out what you like. And for me, it's like, I get, it's like, one of the things I do love about so much more anime coming in and that it's just the, the market's opening up is that those options are now there. And I'm not saddled yeah. with just five different anime, mm-hmm. but I've got dozens to choose from. And amongst those dozens, there at least be two or three a season yeah. that I will love to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's talk about the seasons of animation. Uh, I guess we'll start with 20 or 2020. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we'll Thank start. goodness it's behind us. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness that 2020 is no more. It's buried out back in lie. Don't make me kill you. <laughs> so mm. winter 2020 anime before we knew that the world was going, was headed to an apocalypse. I mean, the signs were all there. Armageddon. But we were not paying attention. <laughs> you know, one good thing about 2020 is some of these animes. So, you know, totally. this is going to give us maybe we'll in the future, maybe we'll look back at 2020 and be like, you know what? Maybe 2020 wasn't that bad because we got the following animes. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't see that day coming, but maybe we will. Yeah. <laughs> I Looking at the list from winter 2020, the ones that released, I think there's some great ones that came out. They, they don't necessarily, none of them really make it into my top five necessarily, mm-hmm. but I thought there were some really good ones. Like, for example, for me, two of my top favorites Honestly, gonna have to say Ishizoku Reviewers, yep. and then uh, Bofuri. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bofuri! I lovely. I love I love the concept and idea of Inspector, but they drop the ball and it doesn't make the list. Oh, at least me. not this list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, for me, Interspecies Reviewers as well. That's probably my anime of the season. Also, I thoroughly enjoyed Isekai Quartet, and what I saw of Somali and the Forest Spirit also loved. Oh, I only watched like two episodes of it, and I'm kicking myself that I never Soma- actually finished Somali it. Somali and the Forest Spirit was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But uh, I think what made Inner Species Reviewer so great, at least in for me, is just watching it with you and Michael. Yeah. And just having such a rip roaring good times. Like if I watched that by <laughs> myself, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. But like watching it with the bros made it so much fun. This is a bro this is a bros anime. It's a yeah, bros. It's anime. a bros anime. If you're watching it alone, you're just gonna get horny. But if you watch it with friends, you're gonna have the time of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, the ones that I'm going to pitch out here are very different. Darwin's game had was way, way more fun than it had any right to be. I know there's so many different stories of like, here, we're going to do a game to the death. I actually really like the way that the, that this one played out. Like, it was yeah. just, it knew what it was. It did not take itself seriously. And it just ran with it. So yeah. it was having it was having a good time. Somali and the Forest Spirit, absolutely gorgeous. It invaded. Oh my gosh. I have been wanting to have like a brill like a good mystery detective series in anime. This did it. I had no idea what was coming next. It was awesome. And Doro Hidoro, phenomenal. I laughed and cringed the entire way through. Cringe because you're like, I can't believe I'm seeing this on screen. This is so demented. But they just, it pulls off all of this absurdity and goriness so well that it just, it becomes a brilliant comedy. Plunderer could have been amazing. It it just dropped the ball. It was just too much. Yeah. Mm. Too much. So that was winter for me. 
All well, right, next season. Summer. No, no spring. spring. Sorry, Do I scrolled. <laughs> I scrolled too far. Uh, spring. Spring had some good ones. Spring did have some great ones. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Love Is War season two. Yeah, that was ugh. I love it. I'm so excited for season three. I know me and Lars actually kind of differ in senses that mm-hmm. Lars enjoyed season one better. I enjoyed season two better. That's why season, it's so high up. Se- season two was still great. I just, yeah. I, maybe it's the music. Maybe, maybe it's the music. Maybe, I don't know what yeah. it is. But I, just I just know just it was much more, more, I felt like it was much more, maybe not character focused is the right word, but I felt like it was a little. It had some better character moments. It had yeah. better yeah. character episodes. Yes. Yes. It had better character episodes and I felt like it had a more continuous storyline almost like yeah. it almost started to break away from the episodic nature and kind of bring more continuity between each of the skits right. i guess you could call them so yeah that was such a great time if you haven't seen the first season give it a whirl because that was one of my favorites from last year yeah. for sure yeah no that's definitely on my top list for yeah. spring 2020 also for me gleipner and my life as a as a villainous yep my life as a villainous for me were, yep. were also really good ones from this season i yeah. really enjoyed them i i honestly have really nothing more to add those ones like near my life as a villainous i was i was there every day that those ones mm, premiered because right. oh i love those another one i'm gonna add and i think it kind of threw people off because it, it started releasing in april but it really mm-hmm. didn't finish releasing until like this is exactly end of the summer it, yeah. it's called apade ronman yeah that was the one i was literally yeah. about to say too so which i <laughs> love so much it's so much fun there's a lot of great energy to it yeah. i love all the like colorful like designs and characters mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yeah i loved apade ronman it, it just like that odd release schedule it had yeah. i think kind of scared a few people off yeah it was a fun it was a fun show i need to actually finish it but yes it was yeah, it was fun. The character designs were a little bit over the top, but not necessarily in a bad way. Yeah, they worked most so of the hard. Time. Yeah, they worked so hard to make each of the characters so I'm designed. Gonna, I'm yeah. gonna throw I'm gonna throw this out here, even though it's technically listed as a summer anime because Netflix took the rights to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Um Brand New Animal Ooh, premiered yeah. in the spring. Yeah. And that one definitely deserves it. Like okay. because that that that's just studio trigger being everything that studio trigger is you love it or you don't yeah um but sounds like another studio <laughs> but I, I know i loved i loved watching uh brand new animal and that was one that like even the second third time around watching it did not lose its quality yeah i like that so oh, yeah well it's a time to move on to summer. the absolute <laughs> the absolute unit that summer was yes, yes. Oh wow summer brought it in swinging <laughs> i tell you what in it my spades. opinion in my opinion summer had like the top contenders yeah we're looking at the list right here in front of us and it's like my goodness like most of our top threes are on this list here but we'll we'll get into that in in a minute but I think we have to start out with kind of the one that the internet just kind of blew up about, uh, ReZero Season 2, Part 1. What a, what a, wow. That was a fun ride. Yeah, I I enjoyed Season 1 well enough. To to kind of describe it, like, I thought the first half of Season 1 of ReZero was a 3 out of 5. Like, it was good. And for me, 3 is like, yeah, I enjoyed it. And then the second half of Season 2, two was like a four out of five i was like wow this was really good and then the the first half of season two did i say that right yeah okay the first half of season two that was a five out of five out of me say and 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 for me it reads really for me it's different because like when i first like i actually had to go back and rewatch the first season of re-zero to really like the second half until like before Mm -hmm. you get to uh betel goose because i love the first half of re-zero season one because that is a dark fantasy mm-hmm. in the in the style of dark fantasy that yeah. I, that I enjoy. So yeah. I like that. And then when it started getting bigger, I was like, "Why is it getting bigger? I like it when it's more focused." So it, I had to watch it a second time around. But yeah, well, I should but, say that that reaction, the three, five, and or yeah, three, four, and five yeah. reaction was on my second watch through. My first watch through, I thoroughly enjoyed it obviously enough to finish the whole thing mm-hmm. or want to watch yeah. it a second time. yeah and want to yeah. watch it a second time yeah no, but re-zero season two core one that's just oh. like it's like uh, i don't know give me give me like three amazing baseball players it's like all three of them hitting a home run at the same time mm-hmm. just yeah. 
They knocked it out of the out park. Out of the park. Yeah. Every time. Oh, my goodness. It makes me so excited for the next Kurt because I've, <laughs> I've read ahead and I know what's coming. And oh, goodness. <laughs> this is going to be great. So the next one is one we know Lars hasn't gotten into, but Nate and I fell in love with. Which was the third season of my teen romantic comedy snafu. Yeah. I feel really guilty about this one because in our like <laughs> seasonal roundup for this season, for the summer season, yeah. we actually did not talk about it. Oh no. And that's part partially because like I hadn't like I had watched the first two episodes, I think, at that point. Or and I hadn't so like when we had finished the season and we were like looking back on it, we were like, oh, these were great. This was great. This was great. And I never talked about teen rom-com snafu because I hadn't finished the show yet. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I kind of not going to lie, forgot about it mm-hmm. because like there was so much other stuff going on in my life. Yeah. And then I binged it all and I just fell in love. Right. And they call it, like, Team Rom-Com Snafu Climax. And it is the climax of the show. Everything in the show builds up to that, like, climax point of this season. And it is so beautifully done. And if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. Yeah. And, like, I was explaining this before we hit record. But, like, I was fully expecting the end of Climax to have, like, that emotional hit that the end of Season 2 did. And it didn't. But then when I looked back on the ending, I was like, I could not have written a better ending. Yes. Like, it was so perfectly done. It wasn't super flashy and super, like, emotional, but it was just so good. It fits so perfectly with the characters that you didn't care it was that. And then that final episode was just the most precious 30 minutes of my life. And I loved it. Yes. Go watch that one if you haven't already. I cannot recommend Teenage Rom-Com Snafu enough. Yeah. It's criminally underrated. Yeah. So, Lars, what's your next one on this list? My next one I on think this I list know what it is. But for it, for it for it for the summer. Say, oh, let's see here. I feel cuz I cuz I want us all to be able to talk about what the one of the other ones that we all just really agree on right here. So, I'm going to say Fire Force. Oh, okay. Because yeah. Fire Force, like, I loved the first season of Fire Force, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's another one that it just, it has not gotten enough attention. Like, I feel yeah. like if Fire Force had come out in more in the age of when Naruto was still at its peak, mm-hmm. that people would gravitate to this one, because this one just, it has the spirit of Naruto, but it goes in its own direction. It's not a cop. Yeah. And so, I love I, I love the feel, love the characters, love the pacing, love the stories, Mm. There's really nothing yeah. I did not like about watching Fire Force. So, partly because it, they're two of the greatest, like, shonen anime came out this year. Who do you, and we haven't gotten to the other one yet, but who do you think wins between Fire Force and Jujutsu Kaisen? Oh, who's you the to best shonen? Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, okay. Jujutsu Kaisen we'll has get... better character progression in in less time like i love fire force dearly but jujutsu kaisen just brings its a every episode we'll we'll get into that a little bit later i do want to rewind a little bit because i feel like because you said that like fire force is not really garnering the attention that it deserves Mm -hmm. but i feel like it it is like i don't know just looking at you know what i see coming through the line at barnes and noble fire force is one of the best sellers yes really in the manga section i yeah. have not seen it because i because i I've, I've seen almost next to nothing of it interesting at barnes because i feel like it's the opposite for maybe it's just you maybe, know our, maybe maybe up here in st george yeah maybe it's just our uh demographic yeah. opposed to tucson but no fire force i feel like definitely has the hype that it deserves and i think it yeah. has a lot of it and yeah, no, it, and if you haven't seen Fire Force, I fully recommend it, you know. Yeah. It, I have not seen the second season, full disclosure. I need to because I loved the first season. It's got, it still, it still has the great, I like, I love its pacing. Mm-hmm. No arc ever takes too long. Yeah. The characters are dynamic, so it's just, it's yeah. all around, like, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great story. Like, once again, if we could just take it back, like, a few yeah. years back to, like, when the big three were still the big three and actually were very relevant, I feel like this would have been a contender for yeah. for for trying to knock yeah. one of them yeah. off. Now I don't think that it is one of the big three, but it's almost like the the secondary 
level of yeah it's kind of like what fairy tale was when yeah. like naruto and bleach and when that was coming out fairy tale was yeah. like the oh you like you've watched the big three that means you're into anime here's some more recommendations yeah. yeah i feel like that fire force kind of slots into that yeah yeah okay uh, you want me to list off some of my other ones or yeah um, <laughs> okay because i mean uzaki-chan wants to hang out uh-huh that one just hit home in all the right ways, glory, <laughs> gloriousness, uh, right there, and no guns, life, no guns, life. I like it. That one is definitely a matter of taste. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but I thoroughly enjoyed No Guns Life for the crazy new action noir that it was. And yeah, let's. Uh, oh, Monster Girl Doctor. Cannot forget this one. This one was way more wholesome than I thought it had any right to be, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed uh, Muscle yeah. Doctor. And then, of course, let, let's throw, throw us out there. Rent-A-Girlfriend. There we go. I was waiting to talk about this one. We, yeah. <laughs> we, you've heard us talk on and on and on about Rent-A-Girlfriend. At least and, if you've listened to that episode. And Decadence. Yeah. Um, yes, the Decadence and yeah. Rent-A-Girlfriend. Just constantly. Oh, I think gosh. those two are definitely in my top five for this year. See, when it comes to Rental girlfriend that is not in my top five just because as much as I love the manga, like the manga is in my top five manga of all time. Oh, you make a good point. But the anime never got to that point yeah, in which it point. becomes like, yes, the story of Rental Girlfriend season two will probably be in yes. my top of next year, assuming that Whenever season two comes, comes out. out next year. Yeah. Um, but the first season specifically just never made it, never had the development that you see in the manga. And it just, not that it doesn't have the development, it just hasn't gotten to it yet. Yeah. And well, so. We, we, you had, like, when we like when we talk about how much we love Ruka, it's yeah. because we haven't yet gotten to the scenes yeah. where Ruka comes swinging. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's like, it's like the same thing with ReZero. Like, season one was great, but season two took it to a whole new level. Yeah. Same thing's going to happen with Re, uh, sorry, with, with Renta Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, no. And Decadence... We can't we can't recommend this enough. Yeah, it's criminally underrated as well. Decadence, it, almost everything else we've been talking about, it has like potential to be like it, it's already in its second season or like has potential or is like slated to have like a second, second and third season, season all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Decadence in a thirteen episode anime was so fulfilling and great. I don't need any more. Yeah, no, you it don't. was such a like well put together complete theatrical experience Mm -hmm. and it's a standalone just by itself when we got to the when we got to the last episode well at least when i got to the last episode oh it was one of those moments where i where i was i was just there at my laptop i was crying and it was and like it was it was this cathartic it was not just because i was like oh my gosh i just love this final scene because the final shot is just holy dang i did not expect that like i kind of knew it was coming but at the same time they played it so well that I didn't see it that that it still blindsided me. But yeah. the catharsis of a very well told story. There's only one moment in one episode where I was just like, I saw what you were doing there. You didn't pull it off. You tried to do a whole Matrix Reloaded thing that wasn't exactly needed. But other than that, like everything lands so well it knows you've seen Mecha animated before. It knows that you've probably heard of or watched. Uh, Gurren Lagan, all of these things, and because it knows that, it goes, it, it sets, it sets it up, and then it takes a left turn, yeah. and it's and a it left turn deeper. that yeah. yeah, it goes deeper. It goes where you didn't expect it. It mm-hmm. goes where you wanted it to really yeah. go. And I feel like the difference between because we talk a lot about like how you shouldn't just rely on tropes, you shouldn't like you shouldn't rely on cliches. In this one, it didn't do that. It like fully understands that like yes, you've seen this before, and so what we're gonna do is instead of just relying on the fact that you've seen it before, is to establish it and do something new, something yeah. fun, rather than just be like, oh, this tired old thing. We're we're just gonna move on from it. Like no, it like uses it for the betterment of the story. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So I feel like the last anime that really hit home, like especially like an original anime that hit home in a similar way to Decadence was Recreators. Yes. It just yes. really hit. And it used the fact that it, it was an anime original to its fate, you know, to its benefit. A lot of the anime, I think actually this, that's the first one we've talked about, except for maybe a Raman. I don't know if that's an anime, if that was a manga first. 
I don't think it was. I think that might be an anime first one or anime original, I should say. Yeah. This is the first one that's been an anime only. And so it I feel like it really used the medium to its advantage instead of like having to try and copy and paste what happened mm. in the manga into the anime format. Granted, an- like manga adapts really well into anime. But when you have an anime original, you have even more creative license right. with it. All right. And then we've got one last one for this one, this season. At least I do. Okay. And that's just because how hilarious and bad it is, is Peter Grill. Yes. Yes, Peter Grill. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter Grill. It, it, it's the one to make fun of. You just love making fun of it. And it's so much fun to just watch and goof off with it's another like yeah. bro anime it's yeah another, it's definitely abs- it's absolutely and I'll, I'll just say this though like having someone who's keeping up with the manga like yeah like if you had if you had a fun time just watching peter grill because it's just it's so bad yeah. or if you haven't Go, watched peter or, grill and you did see interspecies reviewer watch peter grill watch, and yeah. have a fun time with it yeah but then go to the manga because the manga is the manga is actually like really brilliant <laughs> Yeah, it, like it's like it's still goofy, weird, over the top. How yeah. many times can this guy cheat on his fiance and get away with it? But it's, but it but it works. It does. Weirdly enough, it works, and it actually builds up fantastic plots and storylines and adventures. Plots. Oh, and there's so much plot. Yeah, that's one of those ones that is like it's not. <laughs> you don't watch it because it's quote fingers good <laughs> you watch it because it's just so fun yes it's so stupid you're just like oh, okay next episode please <laughs> yes well shall we move on to fall yeah and fall, to fall top off of the good ones too yeah just not it just not as just not as awesome as the summer yeah i feel like fall was wanted like i feel like some of them like the seasons were quantity over quality season mm-hmm. was quantity and quality and then fall kind of had um fall kind of fell back into like maybe still a lot of quantity but some of them were quality enough if that makes any sense i'm actually going to consider attack on titan 2021 not 2020 like this site does but Mm -hmm. that being said yeah there was some really good hitters in this season yeah just to kind of talk start off my list uh tony kawa yes was so much fun and i have a hard time watching like the slice of life ones just because it doesn't usually not that they're not good but they just don't string me along long enough but this was one that i actually just genuinely love to watch the characters interact so much that it did string me along this is such a fun one westgate park i did not expect to like this one as much as uh, as much as i did mm-hmm. uh, it's just I, like I, it's been a while since i last watched a good gangster story. And like immediately when I say that, I, people either think like, yo, yo, what's up, bro? Bam, man, like get, cap those cops. Or they're thinking like gangsters in suits, uh, bury Jimmy Hoffa out yeah. back. Like, no, like actually like just gangs on the street. What, what does that look like? What are yeah. the problems? Why do people end up doing the crazy things that they do? That was Westgate Park. And I enjoyed it for that. Yeah. Yeah. For me this season, I really enjoyed Wandering Witch was like everything I needed in an anime. It it has such a wonderful like episodic quality to it. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's a very fun way, like storytelling wise to yeah. explore a world is to have this character that is a traveler. Mm-hmm. like that and so like if you really want to get the milieu the the like world of the story shown a story like this the wandering witch or like kino's travels mm-hmm. plays very well to that and yeah. it's very fun way to see that world and it, it it's just a fun anime to watch and it has such a mix of different like material to get, get into if that makes sense yeah another one that was really standout this last season was for me specifically because i know scott never watched this one but higarashi i know i don't feel like it got the attention that it needed and from the diehard fans it got a lot of like flame Mm -hmm. uh but oh my goodness this was the only anime in fall that i actually watched week for week well, except for the last two weeks, I still need to watch those. But <laughs> despite the fact I work holiday retail 
don't don't at me about not watching not staying on top of things because oh my goodness <laughs> i haven't had a day off since since thanksgiving give me a break <laughs> uh no higurashi this yeah. was good it was fantastic the animation is on point like the the editing, the editing yeah. makes it phenomenal. Like I've seen other horror anime, and mostly it's just like, uh, gory or okay, that was weird. Yeah. This one legitimately had me squirming in my seat. Yeah, they did a fantastic. Yeah. It's not like it's trying too hard to scare you at any point. It's honestly more of just a thriller mystery mm-hmm. that you're trying to piece together, and then whoopsies, you didn't do it. Everyone's dead. Time yeah. to try again. You know. Yeah. It, it's it very much, horrifying. It's horrifying. Yeah, it very much feels like <laughs> the beginning of like what ReZero, what makes ReZero so great, like that, like die, try again, die, try again. It kind of hits that same thing. I wouldn't be surprised if this show was one of the like original, the original show was one of, or the original light, not light novel game. It's a visual novel. Mm. The original visual, visual novel and or anime inspired either ReZero or even Doki Doki Literature Club. Kind of a very similar uh, storyline there as well. But, mm-hmm. spoiler alert uh, on that. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was actually absolutely incredible. It has enough for returning fans to, to kind of have a little nibble of something new. But it also really hits all of the bases for first-time watchers. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that right there is a very hard balance to hit, and they should be commended for hitting it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Sleepy Princess and Demon yes, the Demon Castle, please. So freaking adorable and demented at the same yeah. time. It, in my <laughs> I love opinion, it. <laughs> and there, there was a lot of great like humor this year represented in anime. Yeah. Yes. But the epitome of it is represented in Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle. I mm-hmm. love that show so much. It's so much fun to watch. Oh, see, I still think the epitome of humor has to be Isekai Quartet, but, you know. <laughs> that's just me. Or, or, um... Isekai Quartet is the crossover that the Marvel movies wish they could be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, every time I sit down to watch Isekai Quartet, I'm expecting nothing, and I always am pleasantly surprised with how great they actually end up being. <laughs> it's like, why do I do this every time? It's like, oh, it's just Isekai Quartet. Nothing good is going to happen. I'll probably get some chuckles and call it good. But no, it's like genuinely just strings me along for a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, one last, sweet. or at least for me, or you go ahead, actually, Scott, since you didn't. No. You're or good. that was that, your. That was mine. Okay. That's right. Uh, one last one for me. We definitely have to talk about this one, but. Um, <clears throat> Burn the Witch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need burn, more episodes. Burn the Witch. You know what? Uh, so being, once again, I'm a fan of Taite Kubo, even though the ending to Bleach sucks. I'll continue to say that because it's true. <laughs> yeah. But this, what, because re, I read Burn the Witch long before you guys saw uh saw it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, because like when I heard it, I was like, oh, he's doing something new. Hopped onto it. Unfortunately, that part, like the actual pilots uh, manga chapter, never made it into the series, which is a bit of a shame, but whatever. This right here is why Kubo uh, with Bleach was one of the big three. Because yeah. this is just great action, great characters, concise writing, engaging world building, on fire. Yeah, yeah. no literally on fire burn the witch is <laughs> i see what you did there yes. <laughs> burn the witch is without a doubt my top favorite for this year yeah i'm not gonna put anything above it burn the witch definitely number one just because it did it so well everything we talked about decadence yeah. being like a standalone piece of work and like being how awesome it is mm-hmm. burn the witch does it in three episodes yeah yes and that actually is the only reason why I did not put it in my top five favorite anime of the year. It's because it is only three episodes long. And so I have a hard time actually qualifying it as uh. a anime show. As an OVA, oh my goodness. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you more. I need it already. I love yeah. you. And Kubo. I and, and I'm will and I'm willing to wait and let yeah. Kubo take his time because yeah. that's one of the reasons why Bleach suffered was mm-hmm. because he was he was hurting himself to try to meet deadlines and and honestly he should have just taken a break 
fans would have forgiven him. His the publishers would have forgiven him because yeah. Bleach was went Bleach was a Bleach was a powerhouse. Burn the Witch shows what happens when you give this guy time and and he can do it. Yeah. I'm used to waiting for manga. I'm a Noragami fan. <laughs> I waited a year and a half for the for a chapter in Noragami and it was worth it. I'll tell See, you what. At, and also as a fan of Berserk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I I will be I will be in my 90s before it, <laughs> it finishes. Yeah. <laughs> but what? we should also bring up Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because this one right here, this is for me the shonen of the year. There have been some great action sh- uh, great action anime, but the thing is, is that there was so much hype for stories like Tower of God and God of High School. And I we even have a video out on Camille's harem where I defend some of Tower of God. And in a way, I still kind of do because there are later portions of the webtoon that actually get like really good. But over time, even the webtoon kind of fizzles out for me. God of High School was just so badly mishandled. The people who did this had no concept of how to do good action. That action is not just simply the punching and the kicking and the flying about and saying cool things. It is about the character development and the plot progression that takes you to that point. And what is the freaking fallout of yeah. those fights? Jujutsu Kaisen delivers all of that. Each fight is incredible. It is well set up. And there are long-lasting character consequences for all of these different conflicts. And like the most recent episode that aired as of when we record this, oh my gosh, they went to places where I was like, holy dang, these are revelations that most shonen characters don't get until we're like four or five, maybe six arcs in. This guy's having it and we're only on what what episode right here? Episode 13? Like, holy dang, this is good. And like I said, I I thoroughly enjoyed what I've seen of Jujutsu Kaisen. And if I were, you know, three years younger, I would be all over this one. And I still do enjoy it, and I need to sit down and just binge it. But yeah, it's it's a great yeah. it's a great watch. All right. So what are our top five top fives each? Top fives each. Yeah. Well, I'll go first. <laughs> I guess since we're going around this circle here. Number five has to be Love is War Season 2. Number four, Higarashi New. Uh, number three, surprise, Decadence. <laughs> My kind of surprising that was only number three. But I could not in any sort of way justify putting Decadence as much as I loved it. I just love these next two even more. Number two, Snafu Season 3. Mm, so good. And then number one, I had to put ReZero there because it just every single week had me excited waiting for the episode to drop because I was, I mean, I don't need to explain it to, to mm-hmm. any people get it. Yeah. You should, you all should get it, but yeah, those are my top five. All right. Say uh, for me, number five is Rent a Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great introduction yeah. to, to the overall story. And I just, I really like the art style and everything else. I just, yeah. I, I just I thoroughly enjoyed my entire time through it. Yeah. Then for number four, Fire Force. Fire Force season two. That's just, yeah, continuation of everything that I love about that show. If it wasn't for Jujutsu Kaisen being premiering this year, it would have been my top at, uh, shonen. Yeah. So Jujutsu Kaisen takes slot number three because, yeah, I, as someone who, as a writer, loves action and loves everything that should come with a good action story, Jujutsu Kaisen absolutely delivers. Number two uh, would be ReZero Season 2 mm-hmm. because, yeah, there's just, there's so much to love about oh, that. Yeah. Just, yeah. If you haven't watched it, watch ReZero. Don't don't feel like you're giving into the hype or being a normie. Trust me, you are doing yourself a yeah. favor to watch it. And, and uh, give it a shot. If you did not like Season 1, like, keep working at it. Like, I know it sounds like a slog and, you know, it kind of is, but I genuinely think that the show just keeps getting better with age. It's like a fine wine. It's a fine wine. The more we get of it, just the better it gets and the more everything kind of interacts and the world expands and so mm-hmm. keep keep at it like there's there's so much to love as you get deeper yeah. into it and my pick my my number one pick is decadence i feel like decadence is if christopher nolan were to make an anime with a reasonable oh, yeah. soundtrack oh yeah 
<laughs> that decadence is is essentially like if Christopher Nolan were, were to start working in anime, we would get decadence. That is what we got. It is it is unique. I loved it. And like I did, a, I also did a review of for YouTube and that was just so much fun to do because I just got to spend more time with that show. It's my number one pick. Okay. So my top five, my number five is Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle, just because <coughs> it tickled my funny bone just right. <laughs> then just for how cute and precious it is, I had to go with Tony <coughs> Kawa for number four. Team Rom-Com Snafus, number three. It honestly would have been higher if they could have like condensed it into like, eh, never mind, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, number two for me is going to be Decadence, and even though I get why you wouldn't put burn the witch on your list i'm still gonna have burn the witch at number one for me no that's fine. just because of how wonderful and like awesome it was it's your list do what you want yeah yeah <laughs> and so that's the those are my top five for this year yeah so yeah and i mean other like listening to all of the ones that you guys have chosen like yeah i like i'm not gonna be all like what that sucks like no all of these ones yeah. were good like 2020 delivered some great anime. It yeah. did. And the sucky thing is, is that even though I even though I just said, man, you guys just chose great anime. Oh my gosh, when the Crunchyroll Anime of the Year Award rolls around, which one are we going to look at? We're going to be looking at the Misfit Demon King whatever. And we're going to be looking at God of High School. Yeah, and Ew. Tower of God, which... which well, of they... course they're going to push those because they're their own show. Exactly, but like... X-Arm, anime of 2021. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I just... I feel like a lot of really great ones, like, for instance, Burn the Witch. Burn the Witch took the internet by storm for the three weeks that was premiering. Like, they're, like, everyone. Like, I just go onto Google, and Google's like, oh, let me suggest Burn the Witch for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I have already watched it, but... <laughs> Why you, not? And there's, like, all of these articles being written about it. Like, it was great for the time, but because there's just such such a flood of other shows, mm -hmm. it's going to be one that a lot of people are going to forget. Decadence, like, on, was it, my on Anime Planet, gets a four out of five. Which isn't bad, but it's just, no. it's like, I feel like it's going to fall more into the realms of uh, a cult favorite, like recreators. Yeah. Which is like, it's not getting the due that it ultimately deserves for itself. Yeah. And so, and yeah, Fire Force, we've already talked about Fire Force at length. ReZero, I feel like ReZero is going to, is though going to, you have a lot of people talking here early in uh, 2021 and we'll see. Oh, absolutely. We'll see, like, I hope that it retains staying power because it should be in the discussion of anime, yeah. anime of the year. Yeah. I just want to throw this out to you guys. What, so number one, I'm curious as to what animes you're excited about in 2021. And number two, what is your pipe dream animes you want to see in not necessarily in 2021 specifically, but what do you want to see in the future? Like either returning seasons or animes that you want. Or idea for an anime. <laughs> well, any mangas that you're like, I want to, I want that to be an anime someday. Doesn't necessarily have to be realistic. I'll go ahead and start. In 2021, I am so fetching excited for To Your Eternity. Oh my gosh. I love A Silent Voice. It's by the same author. And I... I actually don't know who the animation studio is, if they've even announced it, but they need to stop pushing it back because I just want to, I just want to watch it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm also super excited for the second season of Rent-A-Girlfriend and ReZero is going to take the internet by storm uh, here in yeah. a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Or here in a few days. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's coming so, soon. Yeah. It airs in just a handful. To your attorney is going to be done by Brainspace. Oh yeah. They usually do a good job. They did, um... I think they, they did, did the rom-com. The, the first season the first of rom-com, yeah. Which was actually really good. Yeah, it was great. They did it was da, 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 Blood Lad, Spice and Wolf season two. Yep. Speaking of one of the anime pipe dreams that is not very <laughs> realistic, I want to see Spice and Wolf season three. Yes. Please. Yes. That has been oh my sorely needed now for over 15 years. Has it really been that long? I think it came out in 2006. Six, maybe not. Hold on, let me double check. Oh my gosh! So now I'm gonna sound like an idiot if I'm wrong, and I'm probably wrong. Oh my wrong. gosh! I, I don't think it's that old, but it has been a long time. I know it was before I got into anime. 
2008. So not quite 15 years. 13. 12 years. Yeah, 13. Well, no, that's yeah. season one. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Season one came out in 2008. Yeah. Season two was... Well, as you're as you're looking for that anime that I'm really looking forward to, 2009 in, like, in 2021. Uh, and some of the anime that I'm really looking forward to is also likewise uh, the second half of ReZero season two. I am really looking forward to My Hero Academia. Oh, because I we're am getting too, yeah. the joint training arc. The joint training arc. I understand that it gets a lot of flack from people in the My Hero Academia community. I really don't fully understand it because. It I feel is. like we got a lot of good development in that arc. Yeah, there's a great, there's a lot of great development. Maybe not as much action and villainy in that arc maybe. as most others, but and, I f- feel like with all of the development we get, it makes up for it. Yeah, say the and what I'm really interested in is just how they do it because the joint training arc you can either easily cram it into 12 to 13 episodes, uh-huh. or if they're going to try to draw it on out, I don't know which way they're going to go because if they don't draw it out, then we go right into my villain academia and that is one that i'm like if we go there we gotta take a long time with it so i don't know what they're doing with it so i'm just i'm really excited i really want to see what they're going to do and just as uh i think that's really like the one that like is really like kind of on my mind say other ones i'm just i'm just going to take them Mm. as they come love is war season three although we kind of already talked about that like i Oh, it is coming out in 2021? I, th- I thought that they... I, thought it was I don't think they have a date. Oh, they don't have a date yet for it? Yeah. Because oh, they've just announced that it's coming. Yeah, because they just gotcha. announced it, but... Um, but still, in the future, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, it's already premiered in 2020, but it's going to come finally to the States uh, here in 2021. Moog and Train? Moog and Train. Yes! yes. Moog and Train is going to be amazing. I got my I got my niece's uh, copies of the manga to give to her as, as like, start reading these get like get on this because it's all like demon slayer is already popular when mugen train gets here demon slayer is going to have a revival of popularity everyone's going to get in on it and it's one that it's like yes everyone should this manga can really appeal to just about anyone on the note of mugen train another one that i really want to see and this may or may not be a pipe dream i don't think it's a pipe dream but i just want to see whether it's in a show format or in a movie format uh, the next arc of Konosuba, please, please, and thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. We yeah, need we... we need to see now that, especially now that the light novel's over, which is <laughs> such a great ending. <laughs> uh, it was oh. fun, such a fun read, but yeah, we need we need it. I just, I just need it now, yeah. please. Yeah, say I I would love. I would also love to get more uh, more Konosuba. As far as a pipe dream, I'll I'll get I'll give you guys my pipe dream right here. Okay. I want a good adaptation of Berserk. I want a good adaptation of Berserk. And the way I want it done is this. I want it done. I want it done like, like go fully into the manga. Like once again, like I know a lot of people are like, why do we have to keep on going back to, and they always talk about the golden age arc. It's like, yeah, rather than do the golden age arc, like jump right to the golden age arc, which is one of the most iconic arcs within it all. Give us a full season of the black swordsman and just and just relish good 2d none of this 3d crap yeah 2d gore as as guts just goes on his path of vengeance who would be your ideal and and just do that who would be your ideal studio for something like that nut give it to nuts oh yeah i know i'd agree i want i want i want studio nut to do it i feel like they have a good good grasp of like kind of like a, like not you, like, super gritty but like that yeah, they could they could make it dark the thing yeah. is, like the thing is this is that when you look at the actual when you look at the actual manga it's not gritty it's beautiful yeah it, but it's dark and yeah. one of the things is that i would almost go with ufo table except that for them like it like i don't know if the animators could handle just like the lack of color and the one thing is that if you try to cram too much color into the earlier arc yeah. where it's just it, where it's meant to emphasize just how dark, dark it is, you can't go with the wide palette scheme. And I feel yeah. like Nut could could uh, could handle that. Where it's like, okay, darker palette, like darker palette. We're really going to we're really going to lean into just like they've shown that they can do concise action. Yeah. And Berserk is not about long drawn out fights. It's about brutal, precise murder. Yeah. And so 
That would be my pipe dream. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scoop. So there's already quite a few that have been announced that I'm super excited for. The Way of the House Husband, Netflix grabbed that one. That's going okay. to be released somewhere in 2021. I've been wanting to read that one because it looks like so much the fun. The manga has such superb like humor to it. <laughs> it's so wonderfully done. Another one I'm, I'm excited for, that time was reincarnated as a slime. I'm super excited for what's going to happen in the, like, starting in the second season, because I've read ahead in that one. One of my top favorite, like, next to that time was reincarnated as a slime, one of my favorite isekai of all time, it's going to be called Skimichi. It's going to be so much fun, and it's going to handle, I mean, if they can handle it well is the catch. In the manga, they do. Handling an OP character. It does it so well, and it does it differently than most, like, anybody ever does. Yeah. And I love it. Another one I'm super excited about, except I don't have, well, two of them. I don't have dates for them yet, but there's going to be OVAs made for Gumbuster Season 3. Okay. Or Part 3, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. it it's probably going to be more like a movie or OVA. It's been OVAs every time, like orig- originally in like the 80s and then 2006 and then whenever this next one comes out. And then the next one is going to be called Bean Bandit, but it's basically like a continuation of Gunsmith Cats, at like an old 90s mm-hmm. anime. Oh. It's all about like, it, it happens in Chicago, but it's all about like muscle cars and guns and like all sorts of <laughs> okay. like crazy action of, uh, in it. And it is wonderfully done. And the manga is handled so well. There's some dark stuff they talk about in the manga, especially with like drugs and brainwashing and like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that is handled so well that I want to see in anime form so bad. Uh, unfortunately, I'll, I know that this being Bandit's only supposed to be like one episode. Really? They didn't really get all that much funding oh. for it. But I'm super excited for a show up because I love the original stuff for that. Mm-hmm. And it's already been like, hey, we're releasing this. This is a thing we're doing. So I'm excited about that. One I want to see made into an anime so bad right now. And I think they will because the, the manga is doing so well. Is called Spy Family. Oh, yeah. And it is such a cute, fun, hilarious story. And I can't wait to see that like actually become an anime. There was another one. And like... It had some bad stuff happen called Act Age, which I was really looking forward to seeing that one become an anime oh, because it was getting pushed. Yeah, yeah, but then because it getting pushed, but then then stuff happens. The author decided he was a pervert and exposed himself to a middle school girl, and how about no? Got arrested. Yeah, and so every single connection that that manga had, even though the story is fantastic yeah every single connection like it got pulled from shelves all connections here to the states got pulled the only like here in the states we're only ever going to see to like volume two yeah we're never going to get anything past that i believe because viz manga just dropped dropped it completely and it's such a beautiful story it really is if you want to support it support it for the the artist's sake because the artist has such a like unique beautiful style Mm-hmm. And no, I would de- love to see really that animated. Beautiful. No, it is super beautiful. And yeah. she's and she's actually gotten jobs elsewhere working with like other authors now. And so it, well, I'm, I'm I mean, happy I'm, for I'm her. I'm happy for that because like she uh, like when you showed you showed the the announcement of like I'm I was so happy I could work on this, but obviously now I'm going to move yeah. on to other things. And that's just like it's like that that artwork. I was like, there's yeah, something. It's, it's like yeah. it's like it 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 was it was striking. Yeah. In one panel, it's like, and the, whoa. the story is like, fits it so well, too. But yeah, it's never going to go anywhere. So it's definitely not going to get an anime. Yeah. I think just to kind of throw a few more in there, because I'm looking at just this list here. I'm actually super, I'm really interested to see what Eden Zero, Eden's uh, Zero. Yeah, Eden's Zero. Oh, that's by the same guy who does Fairy Tale. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. does that take place in the same world? I haven't read it, but. Yes, I'm pretty certain it does. Okay. I haven't read sure it, but I am excited to see. Because I know there is a sequel manga to Fairy Tale where it's the mm-hmm. the 100 Years Quest. Yeah. Is the, the sequel manga for Fairy Tale. Yeah. 
Also, you know, very you know excited a, for Zombieland Saga. You know what's another pipe dream for me? Hmm. The X arm would actually be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> also, one last pipe dream for me. I want more Bakemono Gatari. I just want, now that seasons one, two, and three are done, I would love to see the off season and the, or, yeah, off season and monster season at, adapted. But, you know, I guess Shaft is taking a step away from that and doing the. Salt Lily Bouquet? No. The. Oh, Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy Detective, Detective Club. Club, which I'm honestly so stoked for because I thoroughly enjoyed reading that novel. Uh, it was a fun time. But yeah, I think that should just about do it. We've probably meandered enough. Thanks for joining us. If you want to support us, go check out our YouTube channel or just share this around. You know, word of mouth is all we can really want or ask for. We appreciate you guys listening. And if you want to reach us, contact us at our Camille's Harem subreddit. That's r slash Camille's Harem. Uh, That's the best way to kind of reach out to us, talk with us. We're always on there and we're always willing to chat. Our YouTube channel, Camille's Harem as well, always there. And Lars has all sorts of great YouTube episodes. If you enjoyed our conversation here, check out our other podcast that we run. It's Camille's Harem as well. There's a theme going on here if you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And on that podcast, we talk about writing advice as well as reading terribly written smutty fics, both fanfic and published works. And so it's a rip-roaring good time. We're on a bunch of other places, but... Those ones are the important ones. And as always, sayonara okasa. Oyasumi.